Aces, y'all. Welcome in to episode 85 of the Dumb Marks Podcast. It's your boys, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch, back at it again. The best four-man booth in the business. We are whole. Chris is back from the from the uh, real-life job trip. Um, so oh, vacation. Oh, uh, vacation? vacation. Yeah. It was a vacation. It was a what? Uh, we could tell because you never sent in any of your stuff for the week last night. So good job. <laughs> when Thanks I went on break, I went on break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll send it over. Don't worry. I'm, I'm reviewing the drink right now. I'll give it over. I, I, nothing. I'm like, Donald, did he not send anything last week? Nope. Didn't send nothing. So. Maybe that was my take. He went ghost. He went, he went, he ghosted us um, on the pod, you know, and then shows up, um, you know, like he never called off. Like, oh no, nah, I was here last week. What are you talking about? I was in the back room, you know. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was in the back all day. Um, so yeah, what's going on, man? Um, I know we're we're all uh, northeast here. I'm I'm so over rain and floods and everything else. This is ridiculous. Um, True, too much rain. <laughs> Yeah, craziness. Um, so there's my Jay starting with the weather topic. Get that out there for you. Um, so I know intro wise, um, Chris. I know you got a story to get into. I guess from your vacation, why you weren't, you know, working last week on the podcast. Something happened. Um, so you can you can get into that. And then uh, Jay looks a little tired this morning. Looks a little run down. Maybe only slept 18 hours instead of 20 hours out of the day yesterday. So he's a little sleep deprived. I might need to bring up an argument from this week on Facebook to get his pep and his step back up after this. The pre-match nap. <laughs> How do you? Say, he sleeps all night, wakes up, takes a pre pre-game nap, and now comes on. And then whenever he gets off, he takes a post-game nap. No, I got to revitalize myself for the week. My <laughs> recharging time. <laughs> need to get ready for Mother's Day tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, after all you horrible, horrible sons, three in. So, um, Poor Donald over here. <laughs> Donald, you got that inhaler over there, just in case? I, I did. <laughs> See, look, Donald, Donald shows up. Donald, he's battling some stuff right now. He comes on, you know, but you're busy in the sand, kicking feet up, drinking Mai Tais. Um, you know, you Hurricane, actually. <laughs> Nice, nice. All right. So what what uh what do you got for us for, for story time with, with Chris Baby? <laughs> so it's it wasn't from vacation, but went to Florida last week for my cousin's wedding. Beautiful this beach can go wedding. A number of ways when we go to when you say Florida. I went to Florida. You don't know where this is going. So <laughs> but it was great. But I came back on Monday. Tuesday I went down to stage AE for the Sum 41 Simple Plan concert. Wow. One one got caught in the tornado outside, so that was a complete mess. Got inside, was completely drenched by the time we went in. Some, uh, opening band, they were good. Simple plan was good. Um, each took a break in between, but then everything was cool. Just, you know, everybody's kind of just standing around, enjoying the music. It was a good show. And then some 41 started, and then everybody brought that energy, and the mosh pit started. And I'm sitting there, I was like, no. Like no, I I don't want to do this. Like I'm down there, and it's just like no, I'm 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 38, <laughs> and, and everybody's just pushing it. It's just like it's going everywhere. It's just like back and forth, back and forth, and any anywhere I'm moving, it's just following me. Like I'm trying to get away from it. And it just it keeps following me, and people are falling on the ground. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm seeing people's phone break. They're they're dropping all their shit everywhere. Everybody's trying to pick it up and then getting pushed down on the ground. 
And so then, like, I get up closer. So I'm thinking I'm up close by the stage. I should be okay. There's another oh, big that's dude. The, that's the worst. That's, that's the worst. That's the worst spot to go to. But it was like right. Like, Chris logic. <laughs> Let me get closer <laughs> to the fire. Yeah. It, it, well, going backwards wasn't helping out. <laughs> Let me go try something different. So we go up to the front of the stage, and the front of the stage, because where the barricade was, you know, no one up there was doing anything. And there was another, like, big dude like me up there. And, like, he, he was, like, trying to push him. I mean, I just kind of locked eyes with him. Like, dude, like, it's it's not the day. <laughs> like, I, I had enough of this. He goes, all right, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so everybody was, like, kind of getting pushed around and, you know, did, did the thing for a little bit. And I was just, I walked out of there going, like, you know what? Had that Martal moment. I'm just getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should have been down there anyway. You should have been at the bar. <laughs> right. Away from yeah. it all. Yeah. Yeah. Your first mistake was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to know better than that. <laughs> you know. You didn't learn from the Houston concert? Loose. Like, going to the front, though, worst spot to go to. <laughs> what did Chris just say? Fucking and let loose. <laughs> yeah. Just, just start. <laughs> Throwing bodies. Throwing bodies, yeah. Just elbows out there, like... Looking like war, like, you know, say. Yeah. yeah next, <laughs> hey, uh, next week is the is the uh, versus battle with um, uh, Onyx and... Um, I can't... I'm drawing That's a blank right uh, Yeah, it's Onyx and um, House of Pain. And I'm like, there is no way I'm doing jump around for four and a half minutes. <laughs> Like that, those days, like that's 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 not happening. That's over with. Not doing it. I don't even think I could do it for all the choruses throughout the song, like, <laughs> yeah. let alone the entire song. Like that's what. But a, that's ma- what a mosh pit. That's what they kept saying. They go, everybody jump, jump. I'm sitting there like, yeah, you're in my hand. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not doing that. My mosh cardio game isn't that strong right now. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I do. Well, we, I mean, we. Are you kidding? You know, you're all in that mosh pit when Fallon came on. <laughs> <laughs> um, mosh, mosh, mosh pits. That that has to be one of the whitest things ever, right? Like, oh, absolutely. That's that's yeah. If we're we're. I mean, I know Donald and Jay aren't saying nothing, but they, the looks. I mean, like that's. What's that? <laughs> I've been to a concert where Moss Pits broke out, and guess where I was at? I was at the bar drinking. That, that's chairs and furniture there. That's not a Moss Pit. That's, yeah. that's yeah. still chairs. I mean, there's like, there's like, you know, there's like Moss Pits. There's a, uh, you know, well, we won't veer down this road, but that's, yeah, I'm not, I've never partaked in a Moss Pit, uh-huh. never had the desire to. Um, oh, it wasn't my first one, but it might, it's probably going to be my last. Now is that that slam dancing? Is that the same as slam dancing? No, is slam just dancing. Just how they're throwing no, and shit? no, that's yeah, that that's like <laughs> that's where you are throwing body. I want slam dancing. That's wait, Kanye had a monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds what's, right though. Ka- yeah. Kanye sounds right. What song? I don't even know what 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 songs in Did Kanye's. Wayne, I think Lil Wayne had one when he had his rock album out. Yeah, when yeah, when he was doing a concert with his rock out. I can see that. Jason yeah. just let out that sigh like with, with such disappointment. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, he's still <laughs> yeah. He's, gonna, he's gonna 
put the he's gonna put the the, the hood Batman sign up after the show to have a meeting. <laughs> Listen, we can't be having monsters at Kanye's concerts no more. Okay, because I'm mad you remember when he had a rock album. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> you listen that and then the uh the, the Jay Z and Lincoln Park album. The, the, yes, those that, uh, yeah, that worlds collide. Fade had the mosh pit. Yeah, hey, okay. oh, I never heard of it. But yeah, one Jesus walks. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Jason's woken up. Uh, <laughs> that would definitely get canceled now. So, hey, so you said Jesus walks, and, and it just made me because I watched the I watched the genius doc, the three part doc on Netflix about Kanye. Super good. If you guys, if you, if you like documentaries and you, you like documentaries for documentary's sake, go on Netflix and watch the watch the genius doc on Kanye. Three parts. <laughs> Really good. Um, but when you said Jesus Walks, it just like made me think back to that documentary about everything and how he did that album or did that that video, then reshot the video, and just uh, it was just the amount of time and effort that they put into that. And he redid it like 19 times to get it perfect, like because it's Kanye, you gotta be a perfectionist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just funny. Jesus Walks in a mosh pit. That's that's. What are what wasn't there explosions and stuff like that in that video? I don't even remember. I think I can't even remember the video. That's how long it's been. I remember the one too, but I don't remember either of them. Yeah. Well, I mean Kanye's new boots, you know, that, that him and A B be wearing around, you know, they're good for all the rain as well as in, in mosh pits, because you know you got that extra lift. Can come down more, um, you know, <laughs> bring more force there, thicker soul. Um, <laughs> you down on somebody. <laughs> go, man. All right, so Chris was in a mosh pit this week. We're like, I mean, I'm telling you, every every time this dude comes on with something, it's like <laughs> you know, something something new. After you know, 25 plus years of knowing the guy, um, <laughs> we'll replace a mosh pit to sugar pie honey bun. With a honey bun in his hand. That's how he watched it. You know me well. That's right. That's right. All right. Um, all right. Well, I'll I'll say my I'll say we don't. Well, I mean, Jay, it's up to you if you want to get into the into the the Facebook uh, Facebook debate that we put out there. Oh, you, you can. There and I commented you, you, on. you had a terrible take. <laughs> what I said is I pour yum yum sauce over chicken stir fry. Like milk over cereal. That's I just noticed that today, or not or the day I posted it. I was just sitting at work, and I'm like, "This is just a bowl of soup right now." rice. Just a little <laughs> rice. If my my immediate comment to that was yum yum sauce equals trash and overrated. It's the highlight of, 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 of hibachi. No, it's not. It's the highlight. No, it's not. The flaming onion castle tower is the highlight of hibachi. Okay. No, it's not. That's that's annoying. All right. Anything. When they flick, when they flick the shrimp and do do the do the magic tricks with the shrimp, that's, the the that's annoying. That's that's crowd participation. I don't need that. <laughs> I need food. That is true. I'm with Jason. I like you need to stop the and cook the food. But you, when you go to Hibachi, you know you're getting a show. What do you like? Well, I never choose to go to Hibachi. I yeah. end up at Hibachi. Mm-hmm. You don't. Just, yeah. You don't like going to Hibachi. It's people, know. man. No, I, <laughs> you need to flip I some shit, man. 
I come to eat. If I want a show, yes. I go down to the cultural district and find a chef. Yes. Cook the damn food. Yeah. That's what yeah, you're there you for. You're a chef, right? Cook the food. They're cooking it with some with some spice, with some pizzazz, getting you know, getting you nope. getting you excited to eat your food. Hey, McDonald's ain't flipping my fries with pizzazz. <laughs> Shouldn't go. Well, when you eat McDonald's 14 times, you know, out of the week, two meals a day. You uh, walk in, they just go to scum as usual. I've only had it twice in two years, so <laughs> I'm doing good. I can't believe, yeah, man, hibachi, yeah. Now, what do you get? Hibachi, whenever yeah. I go, uh, I'm either a steak and chicken guy or I'll, I'll do uh, chicken and scallops. Is, and then what do you put on top of that? The, with the rice and you know the all, I don't get I get young I don't get young on sauce at all I slide what, mine over to whoever I'm sitting. What's the sauce you eat it raw? Bear, bear. Oh, they cook it. They cook it with the soy sauce and everything else. You don't need to add nothing extra to that. It already comes deliciousness. No, it does. Absolutely, you don't you don't need the extra. No extra at all. Yeah. Um, I like yum yum sauce, but I don't like. Poured on there. It's a little dash. Yeah. Little dash. So make it. <laughs> but I, I've been, I've been, you know, I've been dying on some hills the last three weeks, and I might as well just continue that with the Adele. You down a lot of hills, man. Just... Trash. Yum yum sauce is trash. So get off my three, lawn over here. I got three groups of stands coming at me. Um, <laughs> There with that, so yeah. Um, anything else intro wise? Um, the 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 disappointment, the excitement and disappointment that I had yesterday watching something. Um, Cobra Kai came out with a with a video and dropped the announcement date for season five. Video looks great. Super pumped for the show, but they moved it from my birthday. They took it off the, the the New Year's Eve debut, and they moved. They pushed it ahead. Comes out September 9th. Um, <laughs> they gave Donald and Jason their birthday wish this year. It's better birthdays. Yeah, yeah. So, although I'm very excited to watch it, I'm highly disappointed that you know the the highlight of my birthday was waking up and knowing that I have. All you day to binge Cobra Kai. You can hold off and um, wait. We won't spoil it for you. Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, as people were live tweeting spoilers from Dr. Strange. Yes, they were. I don't know oh, what man. I'm going to do. I have no idea what I'm going to do. We're a podcast. We go on air. We have to be online, tweeting along, engaging with people. How can I go on the internet and be a productive show this week if you can't go anywhere without a Dr. Strange spoiler popping up? They are everywhere. I'm not going to lie to the people listening out there. I, I told the guys, I was like, screw the podcast this week. Let's just go see Dr. Strange. <laughs> Nothing more masculine than being a 20-something-year-old man saying the words yum-yum sauce out loud. <laughs> or us 30-something-year-old men. <laughs> All pushing 40. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, my and thanks, and the, New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve is my birthday. Um, so that, that's when Cobra Kai dropped. But I appreciate the early shout out. That's that's that's, a, that's amazing. Almost a half birthday though. So yeah, almost almost a half, almost a half. Um, so yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, that was the the excitement, and then the other. Oh man, not on my. It's not gonna be on my birthday this year. Um, kind of a letdown, you know. But other than that, I got nothing else for the intro. I I probably do, but nothing worth getting into. Um, yeah, we can cover some something pops up throughout the show, or I see scrolling wise. Um, we can hit it up in final thoughts there. So, um, with that, everybody want to get in the bell to bell. Let's go. Let's go. All right, so uh, very interesting, newsworthy week from the world of wrestling. Um, we can debate how much the wrestling was interesting this week. Um, with that being said, I guess we can kick it off with the E, um, since we have WrestleMania Backlash tomorrow. Um, you want to run down the card? You want to cover the week that was? How do you want to handle it? I'm, a, I'm an open book right now for the WWE because... We could. I, the only thing I watched start to finish this week was NXT. You didn't watch Monday? Monday was actually so, raw. I watched uh, the Cody. I did not. Broken Skull Monday. yesterday. Mm-hmm. I watched that too. We could um, we could run down the card and just talk about what was a good about the match within the week. So, that's a, all right, we'll we'll cover the card. Jay, Jay, you can add tidbits in. You can participate and oh, no. and. Drive this segment here when talking WWE um, and break down what happened on either show to either add intrigue or make you not want to watch this pay per view tomorrow. So nobody watched you know, that either. No, I skimmed through it. And that's about it. No, I was watching. I was watching a movie with the me and me and Kendall had movie night last night. So what'd you watch? Um, well, Comcast right now they have the the free watch along this week for. Our, all the the premium channels and um i still haven't seen venom 2 but it's on stars so oh. kendall didn't see the first venom so we we rewatched that last night so she could watch that so we could watch the second one tonight okay. so yeah. let's check that out um all right let's we'll start off with bobby lashley versus almost this was the worst part every monday every monday <laughs> <laughs> Because of all those, yeah, he just—he—he's not a believable giant right now. Mm-hmm. He got new teeth, but he's not a believable giant. He got the veneers fixed. He got the bone. <laughs> <meal. laughs> oh, what? What did you say? The Roman grill. Oh, right. <laughs> the Roman grill. Here's my here's my take with almost. You had him paired with AJ Styles for almost what two years, yeah. um, a la Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And when he came out of it, didn't do nothing for him. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get the rub from Styles. And now you're working with Bobby Lashley, who arguably has been the hottest he's ever been in wrestling, based off of the last year, year plus. And to me, unless they deliver a match tomorrow night. It's just not, it's not working. It's, he's not going to be a guy like mm-hmm. the, 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 with the NFL draft recently and everything else, people are always talking about quarterbacks and, Oh, we got a guy. He's a quarterback. He's a franchise guy. He's somebody we can have on the team for 10 plus years. They can take us, you know, to, to playoffs, championship games, make multiple pro bowls. Like, and in wrestling, we, there's certain guys that you look at and go, okay, this is a guy, right? 
I'm not. I just no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to me, almost is, he's not a guy. He's no. just not like it's not gonna it's not gonna work for him. I just don't see him ever getting to that point. Where regardless of how much um, they put around him, whether it's MVP, Lashley, AJ, just if you can't get over with those guys working with you, mm-hmm. then it's, just, it's not going. Yeah. yeah, it's not gonna happen. So oh, you just need to be with somebody's muscle. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I w- I want to see. I want Bobby to win this. But for some reason, I'm thinking WWE 50-50 bulk's going to happen. So I'm picking almost to win because I think that they want him to do something. So they're going to 50-50 bulk it. Okay. I have not rolling up. Yeah. I, I hope not, but You're going to get the MVP interference. Or maybe, uh, maybe uh, what's the other one? Damn, not Benjamin, but Cedric, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just he's just, he's just so stiff in that ring, like, and I don't think it's necessarily his working. I think it's just him, mm-hmm. and I just there's you can't do anything about that, and it just doesn't make watching him enjoyable at all. Right? Yeah, I just there's there's been WWE likes to have a big guy, and there's nothing wrong with that because there are, have been big guys that can move, so that's fine. But it's he's not the guy to be your next big guy. And yeah, yeah, I. I don't even want. I'm not even hoping that they do 50-50 booking. I just want to see Lashley win because there's no reason he should lose to this guy. Uh, we'll go next to Happy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll skip right over that. <laughs> nope, not doing that. Mad Cat. What I say? <laughs> what we I both say Mad Cat. No, we both said Mad Cat. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll go into. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship and I quit match Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. I have no. This has been the the worst. I don't want to say the worst, but the way that they've gone about trying to build this in the effort that Charlotte has put out there to not be matched and just have you know a, a sinking. You know, or, or, you know, big, big old uh, construction block attached to her ankles being pulled down um, by by Rhonda. To me, there's nothing that they can do to to make this meaningful to me. Like uh, both women need to go on and do something else elsewhere because it's not working for either one of them together. And it, maybe it'll be beneficial to Rhonda to get away from Charlotte because her and Charlotte just don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but. Uh, I'm not excited for this at all to where I feel like a woman's I quit match is something I, you know, I quit matches in general to me are like, if you look at the history of them, you know, rock mankind, um, Sasha Bailey, like just build up to that point to where the only way to end this feud is to have one of you say, I quit. And it just doesn't have that steam behind it. So to me, it's just a stipulation for a stipulation's sake. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna go with Charlotte with this because I don't think Ronda is championship material, not on the mic, not on the ring, like anything. Just like we said, she needs to move on, and she does not deserve the title at all by the way she looks and talks in the ring right now. So Charlotte, is that who's is somebody crumbling papers? Or is that is that your mic rubbing against your hoodie? Oh, 
<laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, Jason, enough with the pop tart rappers. Jeez, oh man. <laughs> I just like want to make sure I'm not losing it over here. <laughs> shit in the background, like. don't I agree with you? Like, but I, I see. I think just the stipulation of this match. I don't see them ever having Ronda say I quit. And to me, that's just that's Ronda winning. Telegraph to finish. Yeah, that's how that's how I feel. But it's like, uh, who do you have take it off Ronda? I know they're probably in Lacey to be next, but Lacey's you know, not a heel. You, yeah, you wanted to take it off of Charlotte. I would much rather have Charlotte retain and her move into a feud with Lacey because it's fresh. We haven't seen it in how long. It's a different presentation for Lacey. You can go about it different ways. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, besides Charlotte, who else is a heel on SmackDown? Natty and Shayna? Mm-hmm. Neither one of them are, are primed to be in the title picture. So, yeah, I don't yeah. And then my thing is, if you make if you make Ronda say quit, to me, I think she's done. Oh, absolutely! You can't. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's pro wrestling or not. You're not going to have the the real life MMA at one time baddest woman on the planet that was knocking everybody out and submitting everybody. Um, say I quit, and then have credibility when she gets back in there again. You just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Lesnar would never say I quit. No. So why are you going to have Ronda do it? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Ronda. Anything else? No. (laughs) All right. We got two WrestleMania rematches. The first one will go with AJ Styles versus Edge. I don't like this whole Judgment Day group from Edge. Right now, it's just not doing anything for me. Um. I know people are in love. Rhonda is to wrestling what Sonny is to falling, not breaking the law. <laughs> I see where, I, I see where Dave's at this morning. Yeah. Dave's got some good energy this morning. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to touch that. Um, although I did, re- I did read the, the report this morning about, I think it was, what, uh, eight, Eight laws and as well as a DUI charge that she got I think arrested. It's Twelve for counts again. total. Yeah. Why haven't they stripped her of her Hall of Fame status? It took forever to get China in, right? But yet, Sunny, no problem. Keep her in. Put her out there. Have they really stripped anybody from their Hall of Fame status? No, I mean yeah. it's a fictitious Hall of Fame, anyways. Yeah. But at the same time, like. You worried about you worried about te- you, you know for the longest time the argument was made you're worried about Google in China and see what pops up for kids. Well, Google Sunny and see what pops up. It's the same same argument, and she's been yeah. a Hall of Famer longer and has done more shit. So mm-hmm. that's all that's all, all I'm gonna <laughs> say about that. Um yeah, from Edge in this group, I'm just not into it right now. I don't know why. It hasn't clicked with me. I know people love it, people love where Edge is going, they feel like he's been cutting the best promos of his life and everything else, and I'm just not not here for the Judgment Day Brew 2.0 Undertaker Purple Light just does nothing for me. I'm more excited about Finn and AJ coming together, if they're going to roll with that, than I am with Edge's group and where that goes. I I need them to add another member just to see. 
Maybe if they add Chompa and Rhea, if they do that, I might be on board. Like right now, I'm not on board with it. And just because it's him and Damien, and Damien can go off bat. And his promos just aren't clinking with me lately. They don't bring Chompa out there. You've had Chompa out there taking out Ali. So it's like, how is that going to work into Edge and what he's like the reason as to why he formed the group? You know, if you go off his logic as to why he selected Priest, it's because, you know, he um, was doing everything for the fans and yet he's playing second fiddle to Bad Bunny and all this other stuff. Like, Chamba doesn't have that backstory to work in a group based off of what they've told so far. Rhea, yeah. <laughs> Rhea, I could say, oh, definitely fits based off of that because it's like, you know, you had single star, you had her lose drop the belt to Charlotte and everything else. Then she gets called up. You don't do nothing with her. She finishes second in the Royal Rumble. Then you put her in a tag team with a superhero only to have her get out of that tag team to put her in another tag team with Liv. To, it's just like I can jump on board with that story for her because she has that history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Champa is just a recent call-up. He got nothing to go to draw on to make him fit as a member of the group. Mm-hmm. Although I would like to see him with the group. Mm-hmm. You might be able to do fit. something, talk about how long he's been in the business and just never been able to get that call up until now. Because the hill just random. Like. <laughs> but why have him with Ali if they're going to eventually work? Like, you know what I mean? Right now, yeah. there's just right now, I don't see the path to where Champa joins in and I go, oh, mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense as to why he's in the group. I want. I, I'll go with. I'll go with AJ. I want AJ, but this is to me. This isn't going to be a, a clean one, two, three. I don't think. Let me go, AJ. AJ, clean sweep, AJ. That so that means Edge is winning. Edge is winning. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to the other rematch. Uh, we got Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. This immediately, this is where I think WWE 50 50 booking, but um, with all the momentum and press and everything else Cody's done, and he's been fantastic interview wise, um, completely open and honest, no matter who he sits down with. I listened to him on Graves's podcast, um, really good interview there. I didn't catch Stone Cold yet. Um, I started really to watch, I started to watch it last night, and it was like 11 11 30, and I kept like dozing off on the couch. I was like, let me cut this now because I'm just not going to make it through. So I want to go back and watch it there. Um, Cody's going to get the ball and run with it. So why not just have him win clean again over Seth and then you move on and start to build up the mountain to eventually face Roman at some point. Yep. Cody. To me, it takes. it's going to take a lot to to knock step step off this pedestal with a loss, so oh yeah, it doesn't hurt him. So I'm going with Cody. Yeah, I agree. I but it wouldn't surprise like what Steve brought up before. It wouldn't surprise me if they did 50-50 booking here either. So, but I want Cody to win. So, uh, which will take us to right now. The main event is the six man uh, tag team match: the Bloodline versus uh, RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. All right, so let me throw this out there, and then Jay, you can touch on it because you watched it. You watched the show this week. Um, 
reports this morning were that this was always the plan for the match. They were never planning on unifying the tag team titles. This is the direction they were going to go with from, from the beginning. Based off of that logic, is it smart after you unify the world titles on the next pay-per-view, it's not defended at all? <laughs> like, Yeah. Just because it's, it's it's the magnitude of it, the belt. We want to save it for a bigger pay-per-view, I believe. I didn't think about it from that angle. Mm-hmm. Like how many people? I mean, we're going to watch Backlash, but how many people? How many people are really actually going to tune in and watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I guess, yeah, besides your diehards. Absolutely, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's it right now. We'll see if they add anything. I, yeah, I don't. This this pay per view always this pay per view never made sense to me. Yep. Like it it just fit as part of a we'll throw a pay per view the next month, yeah. a couple weeks later, so that way we hit a pay per view every single month. Um, and just, it never did anything for me from that standpoint. And it was just rematches of Mania, even though we're only getting two. But the stories for the other matches were continuations from Mania, right? Corbin and Moss as a continuation from Mania, even though they didn't wrestle on Mania. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I just. I don't. There have been some good backlashes, but I probably couldn't even count on a full hand how many there have been. So they ended the show last night with the baby faces going over, right? Drew know. hit a claymore on Roman. Isn't that how they ended the show last night? Yeah. Well, that tells so, you your ending right there. <laughs> I mean, obviously, to me, this is going to be the summer of Drew, and you're going to get Roman and Drew at the, the Clash at the Castle in September. And I really do not want to see that because you almost have to book Drew to win. Yeah. Based mm-hmm. on where it's at. Yep. And how long it's been since you've had a pay-per-view there. And if you want to send everybody home happy, which is the WWE way, you have Drew beat Roman. And Drew should not be the guy to beat Roman. Or God mode. That's a much better story. You 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 have Roman. If you have Roman Roman beat Drew in the UK after 30 years of not running a a true pay-per-view there. That's a heat. And you have <laughs> 70,000 people booing, and who knows the, the, the crazy chance they'll come up with if Roman wins. Um, at me, I want to see that more than the cheers and yays and confetti. No, give me the – yeah, give me a pissed-off English crowd. <laughs> Much more entertaining from my standpoint. <laughs> But yeah, I, this pay per view is going to suck. Like, yeah. I, I mean, this is going to be background noise tomorrow night. Like, I, it's, we're it's going Mother's Day. No, I doubt all you will watch it or tune it's, in late. It's going to deliver. It's going to deliver to the name of WrestleMania Backlash. Well, tell me how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dave said, I hate that Mania is no longer sure that cuts all ties for Fuse. I agree. And this is kind of why I hate that they do the draft in the fall now. Cause I used to like it whenever they did it right after WrestleMania. Cause that kind of shook everything up. You know, that you had to change the feuds up. 
which rumors are is that the draft is going to be after SummerSlam or beginning of September. Yeah. So we're getting the, the fall draft again, which then goes, well, what are we unifying the heavyweight championships for? Yeah. We're not getting rid of the brand split. And no other belts are being unified right now. So to tie into that, Fox like, allegedly and reportedly wants – SmackDown stars only on SmackDown. They don't want crossover. So I get if they it. don't want crossover, then you really can't end the brand split because no, no. they like, want get, their stars on their show. Yeah. I get that, but I would think that you'd want to have more stars available. Yeah. If you can sit there and say that you have everybody to promote, why wouldn't you want that? <clears throat> yeah. True. I I mean I agree, but who knows? Like the whole Fox USA dynamic in NBC Universal, like with it being on Peacock and Fox is supposedly coming out with their own full-time streaming network at some point to have everything under one umbrella for them. Um, it's just, it's going to be very interesting. And I don't know if it's teed up for like a bidding war and whoever has the highest bid will get everything, but then you kind of throw away 40 plus year relationship with NBC that you had um, for chasing the, the dollar. I, it's going to be, that's, that's an interesting, we talk about AEW and the, the Warner discovery and what that's going to do for dynamite. Although they're coming out with a new show um, based off of what was sent around this week. So like this whole network mergers, background streaming platforms, it's going to be very interesting over the next five to ten years on where stuff lands not just pro wrestling wise but in general and the end of this year so right now wwe's next day licensing goes to hulu and that goes that right now that expires the end of this year so they could renew with hulu or they could go somewhere else and that's a whole thing too yeah very very interesting subplots um and not just if you're not even wrestling fans just Sports fans in general, you need to keep an eye on this stuff because who was I listening to this week? Um, oh, I was listening to Dana White on the Pivots podcast, and he was talking about how he feels over the next 5, 10, 15 years, it's going to almost go back to Channel 3, Channel 5, Channel 11, and Channel 13, where you're going to have four to five, whether it's Amazon, Apple, Disney, whoever, you're going to have four to five streaming platforms and they're going to have everything. So you're going to be back to just a handful, you know, your handful of channels, but you're going to be able to watch everything based off of those channels. And we've seen the way with NFL rights, how they've changed up. And now this stuff with WWE, it's just going to be very interesting behind the scenes stuff to pay attention to over the next Mm -hmm. decade, five to 10 years. What do we have? So, like I said, you got the Hulu rights then, and I think we only have like two year, two or three years left on the current deal with Fox, I think. And then so, everything's back up for negotiation. Yeah. So that that's the USA and so that's SmackDown and Raw both up for negotiation. So I mean things could get renewed again or changes could happen. I mean, if you're WWE, you want the renewal to 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 be how you had it now, right? Because you're double dipping. You're getting paid. Yes from two separate places so it's more it's more coin in the bag 
Um, but what if Amazon steps in and goes, hey, you know, I know you got 1.2 billion from Fox. We'll give you five and move everything to Am- move everything to Amazon. They would do it. They're going to turn down five billion. You know what I mean? Like the way money's being thrown out there, like it's it's going to be very very yeah. interesting. So, and corporations billions becoming the new millions, just throwing it out there. Yeah, absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely. Money on top of money, and that I can't get right. <laughs> um, anything else from from main roster WWE that you guys want to touch on that you saw this week? Jay, you'd be the one to bring it up for us to debate. No, I just I couldn't do another just, raw after after the previous week. Like I just couldn't do it. it I tuned in for two weeks in a row, and they just you missed go home. Go home shows aren't what they used to be, so I I kind of just skipped it. I forget what I was watching Monday mm-hmm. night, but I feel like there was something else on. So they they did have right. their uh, conference call this week, and they said that WrestleMania saw a sixty one percent increase in viewership on Peacock this year from last year, and in India there was a fifty six million viewers on Sony Sports in India, which saw a fifty four percent increase globally. So, and then people wonder people wonder why you have Veer, Shanky, and Gender. <laughs> yeah. Or why AEW is coming out with Satinam Singh and, and Sanjay Dutt. That's a that's a market that is huge. And Impact TNA, they were the first ones to go over there and capitalize on that. Yeah. That that was one of their biggest markets for years. Whenever <laughs> whenever it was down here in the states, they were booming over there. Like that's what kept TNA afloat for years. Was their their deals and viewership over in India. So and the UK, and yeah, they did that Rinka King over there, and that was that was pretty big at the time. Um, someone spring break. someone's got to break it, break that market. It's going to be the dumb marks pod because they're they're, they're <laughs> the ones that they tune in the most. They're the second second most uh, second largest audience to this podcast. So we we salute the we appreciate the dumb marks over there you. in India. Um, <laughs> this guy's tremendous. I don't know. He ate his Wheaties this morning. Man. He ate his Wheaties. He's coming. You, you missed a good show. It's not noon. It's not noon yet, boy. What you sipping on over there in Chicago? <laughs> Dave, did you get your See, tickets for, the, for Bendor? Jay, here's the here's the problem. What you said, Jay? Well, at least this is what this is what my big thing is. It's so it's so hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Like I can't be let down three weeks in a row, and then on the fourth Monday of the month, you put out a banger or a very good episode of Raw because I'm not going to... That's too much time that I've wasted thinking that you're going to give me entertaining stuff. And then when you do put on an entertaining show, I'm not tuned in for it because of what you gave me the previous weeks. Yeah. Like, that's my that's my biggest thing right now. That's why it's hard mm-hmm. for me to sit down and watch it consistently every single week. Because when I do put on shows and watch straight through, it's the, the shits of shits. And then I don't tune in, and you're, you know, it's a good show, and they got nothing to say because I haven't tuned in. So, so like that's what I have. I've watched one have some good rolls. <laughs> I mean, Jason's tuned in no matter what, All right. right? So, 
<laughs> but I can we've at least all, tell you when something's terrible and something's not. We've all been jaded, so. Yeah, jaded to a point, exactly. Speaking of jaded to a point, can we talk about uh, who watched Spring Break on Tuesday? Huh? Jay, this is going to be me and you. Because <laughs> And I want to get I want to get your thoughts and then kind of break it down to to the boys and see what they say. Some good stuff, right? It wasn't that people were saying it was like it felt like the most takeover as special since they did live specials on the USA Network, and I didn't feel that from it. Um, takeover what? NXT takeover? <laughs> yeah, they were they were saying like yeah like. The, the the chat online was crazy Tuesday. I got into it with a bunch of people, and I didn't. So they opened the show with Pretty Deadly doing an opening montage, and it was the worst thing I've ever seen. You didn't. I tweeted <laughs> out. I said, "This is the worst opening to a pay per view slash special I've ever seen in my life. The worst." Uh, how, uh But then I didn't, I didn't mind it. <laughs> but then I back. But then I backtracked my words based off of. The bullshit they did with Wendy Chu and Toxic Attraction and those stupid vignettes. You enjoyed it? No, I hated those. You hated those? I hated them. I hated them. I enjoyed those. Look, you can't... If you're going to lean into the sex cells, then just go with the sex cells. You have Gigi and and and. JC Jane in, in bikinis and they're jumping around and they're splashing in the water and they were blurring out parts because I don't know, I guess certain shots, depending on how the bikini was laying, wasn't appropriate for TV. I don't know. <laughs> but like if you're gonna run with that, then run with it. Don't don't then turn it into Wendy Chu in a shark onesie with Roxy, who's just coming onto the roster, who doesn't deserve what she got on Tuesday night. To, to stealing car keys and sandals to make the girls walk across the hot sand and the hot pavement to get to the car because he, 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 we're, we're you know, sneaky baby faces. And who's don't in the title, who's in the title picture? Who's in the title picture already? I don't know. Roxy and Wendy Chu. For the, for the tag team titles? Either or. Are they really in the picture? You're just saying that they could be in the picture. Well, they've been fighting them this whole week. I mean, the last two weeks, they're getting eyes on them. I just don't. But yeah. you can't go. You can't. You to can't me, it's have not- it. You can't have it in the same thing. You can, to me, you can't. It, you can't have it where it's attitude esque sex sell stuff to late eighties, early nineties, campy, cartoony character BS. Like it just doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't it doesn't jive when you're watching it. I, I enjoyed it. And then I, you know, I don't know if they leaned into it more based off of what you know but what I mean you got them flog, frolicking in bikinis. What I mean no, my thing is Jay, if you go because NXT 2.0 has done this for a while now. Mm-hmm. Where it's Mandy and how she looks, it's toxic attraction how they look, it's the sexual innuendo jokes and and that between Indy and Dexter. When I mean, you had Persia and Duke, and I hated the way they I hated the way they ended that this week. 
I thought that was really poorly done on their part. Um, it's it's all those things. It's Wade Barrett given given the the Jerry the King Lawler commentary with, with the commentary is what is what I can do without. It's all of that. If you're going to do it, then run with it, right? Push it and go with it. But don't like you can't go both ways. Tell you what, I'm are, are you, are you, geared, are you geared towards eight year olds or are you geared towards? <laughs> well, that's that's two different styles clashing right there. Family chat. So do you want do you want eight what? year olds or do you want eighteen year olds? You want everybody. It's not going to work because the that's stuff for the eight year olds. Is but that's two different styles. You got toxic attraction clashing with Wendy Chu. Of course, it's going to be some high drinks and hilarity with Wendy Chu. That's her character. You know, we'll put her in a sexy shark outfit and never fight toxic attraction. I mean, according to what Ember Moon Athena said, that that's they that's what they want. They have, you know, she came out in the interview this week talking about the, you know, meetings where they've had where they're told how, you know, the fishnets and Daisy Dukes and everything else. And she goes, I'm not Mandy Rose. There's one Mandy Rose. I'm not gonna be out there in fishnets. Like that's, I, I'm a wrestler. I want to get in the ring and wrestle. It's a valid point, though. So which, like, what are you? Did soon she'll pop up with OnlyFans and contradict herself? No, but I'm, I'm just saying it's there needs to be individuality in the characters. Like, why? Why do they all need to kind of have was she, that? Was she ever sexy out there in in in, in fishnets? No. I don't. I, I don't. Did she ever wear sexy attire? I didn't think I don't, you're, you're a warrior princess. What do they wear? Sexy attire. I'm I'm not disagree, I'm not disagreeing with you there. My big my big take watching Tuesday person. night was go with to me, you go with one. You can't do both. It doesn't it doesn't play off because it's not you're an 18 to 24 year old that's watching the show for the for the sexiness and whatever that they're doing with that stuff, they're gonna immediately turn it off whenever they see the campy cartoony seven, eight year old somebody with a, with a shark onesie on. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then you're watching for the wrong reasons. <laughs> to me, though, to me, those 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 three segments didn't need to be put on the show. And I get it, it's spring break, so you're tying in beat steam and everything else, but it just didn't it didn't help do anything for the special. That's why I didn't mind it because it was a spring break in thing. And the whole Duke in India, the whole Duke in Indy scene where they just had them two standing there with Persia and Dexter not around. And kind of leaning into you think, well, are they going to kiss each other or not? And then they, you know, ooh, no way, I'm not doing that, and storm off. So how they wrote Dexter Loomis off? Yeah, that's how they did it. That's how they wrote them both off. And Persia tweeted out, "Damn, body's not even cold yet, and you're moving (laughs) on." Like, (laughs) (laughs) see, I mean, to me, like. It took away from from the wrestling, and some of the wrestling was really good on the show. That that didn't. It, or for me, it didn't take away. What took away for me was the main event. That, I Casey, Casey's terrible. He is. <laughs> He's terrible. 
And uh, oh, do you want to talk about a shit storm and the internet blowing up when he did the Bray Wyatt drop down reverse in the corner? Oh, Twitter blew up. Twitter that that wasn't the uh, Twitter blew up. That wasn't the Bray. We've yeah. seen I've seen Bray Bray does a little lean back. I've seen other he people do a, that. He did, Bray, he did a different version of it, but man, did that set people into a tizzy. How many handstands in the corner have you seen? He was. I get the similarities. I get the similarities. <laughs> I think I've only seen Bray do it. Um, what the the handstand? The handstand in the corner? Yeah. I mean, no, I he did a handstand on the ropes. He didn't. He didn't lean back and do the. Oh, walk. Okay. Yeah, he didn't do the walk. He was hanging from the ropes and did the the bend back upside down oh, and gotcha. did that. So like, he made it his own, but yeah, still, it was not. It was yeah, the I, mean, I, get the, I get the similarities though. But just him as a character can go. And here, and here's the here's the other thing. And we we say all the time on the show, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, right? Vic Joseph on commentary is like, Braun Breaker is wearing the the same singlet his father wore on his debut on Monday Night Raw. No, it wasn't. Don't the internet the internet always wins, right? What do, when you make a statement like that, what are people going to do? They're going to run. They're gonna run and go screen grab what the singlet he wore, and it was not the same singlet on his debut on Raw. Is that the uh, the Bray Wyatt thing? Is that what you're talking about, Dave? I'm not sure. So. I'm, I'm not familiar. With that, but um, but yeah, like don't don't blatantly lie to the audience whenever people are just gonna run and screen grab what Rick Steiner wore on his debut on Raw. <laughs> They put it out there like, uh, no, you're wrong. Like, it wasn't the same singlet. Like, they love writing their own their own history. And he's terrible. It's a singlet he wore. <laughs> he did wear it. There was a picture of him wearing that singlet. It just he was holding a WCW Tag Team Championship whenever he had that singlet on. Was it, it was a singles debut? <laughs> so. <laughs> wrong well, company. Maybe maybe Vic meant to say when he debuted in WCW. I don't know, but it was the wrong company. WWE owns WCW, so it was on the WWE program. <laughs> it's just, yeah. In the whole, um, uh, we're going to have Braun Breaker turn on the Breaker to start the match. Is I'm sick of all these intros. I'm sick of all intros. The cutting the X's, the... Nah. They just seem like... How, they, how do I... <laughs> overdone low-budget entrances. <laughs> what they're doing, it's starting to turn me off. It is. It is. Like, I'm starting to get the... I don't... It's not, it's not Roman force-fed level. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm starting to get that they're they're pushing him that way, and it's turning me off just like it turned everybody off against Roman. So I don't know what they're gonna do or how long they're gonna continue to carry it on. But it, I don't know. He's super over in that crowd and in that audience. So I don't think they'll they'll get the reaction of of Roman with the booze, but. Mm-hmm. It, it depends. I've seen ever since Mania, they 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 all been, been hated a little bit. Like Cameron ain't the guy no more, and Braun Breaker is 
those two weeks after Mania, he was he wasn't favorable. Yeah. So but this whole Gacy situation and then the Druid, they went off the air with Druid standing on the rope looking at Braun over his shoulder. Like they they were shooting Braun facing this way, but the Druids were behind him on the on the ring apron and just like it just didn't work. It's not no whatever, but so yeah. That's my spiel on, on spring break. Um AEW. I uh I didn't watch I watched the probably the first 45 minutes live on Wednesday and then I was doing some other stuff and I had to go back and rewatch the the rest on DVR afterwards. And to be honest, I fast forward through a lot of stuff on Wednesday. Wednesday didn't hit was wasn't didn't hit for me. Um Here's another hill I'll die on with the yum yum sauce to Dale and Lady Gaga. Jeff Hardy is old. Oh my god! It looks <laughs> it looks does not does not look good. Tell him, bro. Tell him. Right tell him. Oh my look god! Good in the ring right now. I mean, I've been saying this for how long? <laughs> no, but it is like I don't know. I don't know if it's like battling injuries or or what it is right now with him, but. Since he's come into AEW, he just does not look like Jeff Hardy. And I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just one of those things where Father Time crept up and gave him an uppercut while he, while he jumped ship, and that was the end of it. But, you know. They said that he should have won on Wednesday. Yeah, I would have rather seen Bobby Fish win. Of course. I mean, I get it. You of get, course. You guys better yeah. talent. You got Jeff and you got Jeff and Darby, which to me, I don't know why you're running that in the Owen, because that's the match people would clamor for. So you're just doing it in the first round of the Owen Cup, which will just um, be on TV instead of pay per view. Yeah, but not everything was bad Wednesday night. But I did like I, I fast forwarded through a lot of stuff Wednesday night. Um, I found something that's bad. I was telling Jason all week. It's been going on for a while, but I have a problem with the DCC. I have a huge problem with them. Now, I made up a list. (laughs) Everybody, since they became the group, who they fought. Let me run down this list. Anthony Henry, J.D. Drake, Chuck Taylor, and Yuta. Borsi Blondes, Gun Club. Uh, when Yuta was with them, Brock Anderson, Lee Moriarty, Dante Martin, QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, Aaron Solo, and last week, Angelico, Butcher, and Blade. Dark Elevation. If these guys are supposed to be the baddest men in the company, why are they fighting a bunch of jobbers? That's <laughs> not where I thought you were going with that. But... Don't tell me that they need people to build up or anything. You have Moxley. You have Daniel. They don't need built up for anything. Why aren't they fighting somebody? Please give me a storyline or something like that. And I might get heat for this, but I don't give a fuck. The BCC is nothing but a glorified Ryback match. Every time I see them on there, they're just fighting a bunch of nobodies. Getting cheers for their yes, 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 yes. Please tell me. Make sure you sit on that teeth in your throat. 
<laughs> he said he's watched this. <laughs> so the I'll, I'll give I'll give points out there, and this isn't to this isn't to counteract um, or say that you're wrong in anything that you're saying because I was I was on the I was on the similar wavelength as you with how they've been presented, and my thing is one. They're going to have him on the show every week because of who's in the group, right? Yes. And I agree with that. I definitely do. Yuda is becoming a star in the group. Absolutely. So you're, you're going to have him on TV every week, right? So they're, they're going to, they're going to be out there wrestling random three pieces of people thrown together just to get them on TV. Um, That's one, two, what you're asking for, will come based off of what's been put out there as far as trios titles have been made. They've already been finished as far as design wise and set up. And supposedly what they're waiting for is for Omega to come back before they debut them and run a tournament or whatever. So the, the BCC versus house of black versus the super elite versus um death triangle death triangle but like those trick you know eddie kingston santana ortiz like those tree i think once once the belts are out there and debut then you'll get that what you're looking for there right now i'm sorry to tell you but every wednesday you're just going to get this on dynamite until they <sighs> until they debut that because i mean you at least need to throw you don't have to throw like one of those teams out there but Damn it! Give me like a high mid carder, like man, like you go put somebody out there, like a, I don't know who Spears running with anymore, like that. But you can't because they're doing a warlord story. Yeah. But you have to give me something to whet my appetite. You just can't be throwing jobbers after jobbers after jobbers out there. And if WWE did this, we would be killing them for it. So here's a here's a question: Would Wednesday night have felt different if they would have had <coughs> if they would have had Andrade Butcher and Blade instead of Angelico Butcher and Blade? A little, yes, yeah, because Angelico came out of nowhere. I haven't seen that man since Jack Evans left. Angelico, yeah, Angelico. (laughs) That's what Ringo kept calling him on commentary. (laughs) They could have used this to build more. This could have been like these three way matches could have been like initiations for at least somebody else in the picture. See, I thought they were going with that with Lee Moriarty whenever he was Mm -hmm. kicking. Um. Moxley in the back, mm-hmm. but then that just you know dissipated. I think right now the I think right now the, the the purpose of what they're doing right now is just to continue to build Yuta to get him as high as they can get him before mm-hmm. they actually go into trios or whatever. Because I'm not saying that he's not on par with Moxley and Danielson, but he's not. You yes. know what I mean? Like yeah. big gap between them. Big guy, but the ovations that he's getting, and they don't—they all come out separate. They don't come out as a group yet, right? Yeah. They all come out separate. And if you listen each week, I mean, the he pops he's getting yeah. is more and more and more. So what they're doing is right, presentation-wise. I can see where it's like, all right, enough with the enough with the squash matches, the Ryback matches, um, you know, the Braun Strowman matches back in the day. You know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. You gotta you know, eventually you gotta run into somebody that's gonna be worthy of 
wrestling you guys um, and put some doubt into it because otherwise you just know what's going to happen. They're going to have mm-hmm. a match. They're all going to end it with, you know, Moxley doing a pit bull choke, Yuta dropping elbows and Danielson holding the arms, giving kicks to the back of the head. Like, does it have the, to be a trios group too? I mean, like I know that's the big thing in AEW, but why can't it be right now? Uh, Brian and, and Mox doing their thing and Yuta defending his pure title instead of doing a, a trios match every week. Because what I mean, a way to get everybody on the show without having everybody on the show in separate matches. But and here, my counterpoint to that, Chris, is if you're building Yuta up the way he is getting built up in this group when he does come out with the pure title, the view on him is going to be different when he has that pure title match. <clears throat> you know what I mean like you're gonna look at him differently no. than if he was just out there defending the pure title. And I don't even know how how the, the Blackpool Combat Club style doesn't fit for pure title rules. Yeah. It's complete opposite. Unless you're you know what I mean? Like just trying to be a different style in that group, I guess. What Steve said about the BCC is the same thing people are saying about Hook now. I throw I threw this out there last week with Hook with him and Danhausen as far as them being like the Gold Dust Booker T and um, Mankind Rock like mm-hmm. that that comedy duo. Um, I, see, I don't think they've reached their limits yet with Hook as far as doing what they're doing. Because the match is the match at least this week's match was like the the rampage match with him was the the story wasn't necessarily the match it was what happened afterwards with Dan Housen and Tony Nice and and that whole thing and continuing to build Will Hook and Dan Housen actually get together <laughs> as a team. So I don't think they're there yet with Hook. And. Hook for me because he's as green as he is. I mean, he only started wrestling matches this year. Like, get him some seasoning by having him do short type squash matches. Get his footing, get his move set down. Understand how where he wants to go and all that, and then you can start to work him up later on. I think the here's the problem. Hook, Keith Lee. I've seen this with. Um, Ruby Soho, I've seen this with, um, and not necessarily Hook to the to the to the degree as the other ones that I said, but everybody's like, well, they're not world champions, so they're the shits, and AEW hasn't booked them properly, and it's like, well, you can't hot shot everybody at one time. Yeah. You have a week, you have a, a two show, you know, a, a two night wrestling program that's on each week. Companies only. Three years old, like you're not going to get everybody just thrust into the main title picture as soon as they come in, and that doesn't mean that they're booked poorly or how they're booking them is wrong. We've talked about this before that if they did that, people would just say that they're just doing what TNA did. You know, people yeah, they're hot everybody to the title. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I like Keith Lee and Swerve together. Let them run as a tag team for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. I don't need Keith Lee in the main title picture right now. Do him and Swerve at some point eventually deserve a run? Maybe. I don't know. 
But what they're doing right now with them two, I like them two being together right now. You have to get them over the audience. WWE fan, you gotta realize not everybody can be a champion. That's true too. Mm-hmm. Not everybody should be either. No, no. So yeah, I mean, I like look at Ward. Wardlow is a perfect example. How long before Wardlow actually wrestled a match? His first match was against Cody in the cage. <laughs> and then after that, tell me how long before Warlow wrestled his second match. I don't, I don't remember what Warlow's second match was. Yeah. Probably look time. where look where he's at now. <clears throat> yeah. Right? And how did he get that way? Slow build. Powerbomb Symphony style squash matches, right? <laughs> And he's probably your most over babyface right now yes. in that company. You could argue. Yeah. Yes. The crowd so, reaction I mean, is amazing every week. Like, yeah, like look at the, the timeline. Like you gotta let stuff go. <laughs> like, um, can we stop with the thousand security guards? I think that's I think gonna that, end soon. I think that's gonna stop. Yeah. I think that I think this week was like the excellent one. Yeah. Like, I was watching, like, where are the four big guys that took the handcuffs off of them? <laughs> <laughs> and then pe- people were bitching about about that match because it's like, well, he only powerbombed them once and beat them. How come it took him four powerbombs on Lance Archer? And it's like, well, wait a second. Morrissey's an impact guy. If he comes on the AEW for the first time and gets powerbombed five times, what's the, what does that do to his credibility? Yeah. Yep. Go back in the impact. Yeah, they had that backstage politics said only one power one for that. I think one might have. That was good enough. That was. Yeah. One, I think one made him seem weaker to me. You could at least have him struggle to get five. I would I would have if, if you're doing the one, <laughs> I would have did the if you're doing the one, I would have did the Hogan kick out. You I know, mean, where the, the, the hand hits the mat for the third and the shoulders coming up right after. Like I'm, no. I'm doing the I'm doing the the kick, so it's like you caught me, but it was like by hairs that you caught me. And Morrissey looked amazing. He, yeah. His look is fantastic. He's been killing it. Impact. I thought he had a really good match Wednesday night. He looked like a big guy. Looked better than yeah, almost. Like, no, he looked like he looked like almost. No, you're no. out of your mind. No. But uh, but if but if you went back to WWE, you'll be all for it. No, I, oh god, I hated. Morrissey, see that, that that's my thing earlier. Almost can't move. At least Morrissey can move. You can have a match with him. It's like I don't mind Morrissey yeah. because he can at least go in the ring. Jay, if you if you if you've watched Morrissey in Impact, he's he's he does way more. I know. Okay. I, I was I was being yeah. you know yeah. But I would, but, I would. Yeah, he's, he don't he don't, like don't paint him out to be like a ring technician. He was okay. No, but what big like guys every are match, he was okay. What what, what big guys are ring technicians? Huh? What guys that has our ring technicians? None. None. Yeah. So, yeah, like, so what Chris said, like you you get, he can move in there and can do different things and and that like. How about Archer? Archer's the same. He 
Archer and Luchasaurus can move for their size. Yes. Absolutely. So that's that's it. that's that's how I mean that's like my great not my grading scale, but if you're comparing them to those two type of guys, I'm like yeah. he just like a giant in there running around. But you got I think with that flips. I think he's he showed more in his matches and impact compared to what they asked him to do there on Wednesday night. No, so, I believe. Yeah, I saw an impact. Yes, I agree. Yeah, he's done. He he's done a lot more movement in in that in impact. That Wednesday night was just a meat, like, like, meat he was he was supposed to be a wall, and, right? Uh huh. Just add him on for for the warlord story. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I was okay um, with the one power bomb. Yeah, just, I honestly, I was, I wasn't sure how if he was going to pull it off. Whenever he picked him up, and he exe- executed it well. So, what did you think of Hangman's promo? I fast forward as soon as he started talking. It was right. uh, to me, it was very Hill esque. Yes, I like the intensity. The master, shout out to him for getting masturbatory out live on air with no uh, struggle, mm-hmm. strife, pause, slip. You know, not not the easiest word to say whenever you're <laughs> mid promo. I think it was a good start to him and Punk. We'll see how they carry it out. Yeah, but I'm nervous. I just have no interest in the match. Well, that's their because job to get you hooked for it, Donald. And not the, and not because of my CM Punk buys, but I just don't have no interest in it. Seems like Hangman can't pull me in. He still he still gets a loud like when he comes out the the crowd still pops like. But I I feel like he's just floating along this champ mm-hmm. right now, which is crazy to say. I like Hangman. I'd give him the I'd give him the pump whenever he would come out, but. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think this title run's done much for me. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for a change. I just don't. I just don't want to see it happen a double or nothing. Um, anything else, AEW wise that you want to touch on? I threw it out there to you guys. Uh, the Dark Order. What do you do with them? Well, Stu Grayson's no longer with the company. Um, they, his contract expired April thirtieth. He put a tweet out yesterday. Thanked everybody. Uh, couldn't come to contractual agreement. Uh, to me, the Dark Order, what they turned into, I don't think was the direction for them. No. But after Brody passed away, they just naturally became baby faces, and I think that was kind of the worst thing for them. Because mm-hmm. I, I think like it, it showed that it, comedic style from them, which some of them have really good style with that but yeah it's just the group's done nothing they could have ran with that they were enjoyable yeah i just think that i think the initial like booking and direction for them had no intentions on them becoming true baby faces and that just kind of screwed them up yeah so i thought by now we'd get more direction with them yeah like a new leader or something by now, like, and I get how do you how do you really do that? Like right afterwards, but I, I just thought by now there would be some some better direction. And it just seems like they're still what are we like fourteen, sixteen, whatever it is months after you know Brody's passing, and there's still no direction with them. Mm-hmm. 
I think now you I think now you can look at the group and you can pick out who could make it and who they need to cut ties with and not re-up. Nobody broke out. Nobody broke out. Like Silver broke out for a minute, but he's still not a guy you see doing anything. Who was it? Silver. Yeah. No. I bet I bet you I bet you Silver delivers on Wednesday night. Silver and Reynolds, I think, could be a good tag team if they just focused them on a tag team. I wouldn't mind seeing them hold the belts. I like Silvers and Reynolds. You're not going to get an argument from Donald on this. Yeah, Donald feels the same way about Punk winning the belt. So, Um, If nobody else really got anything for AEW, uh, I just (laughs) want to touch on. Your your thoughts on Perrazzo, Mercedes. So I was very sitting on it and I found myself defending AEW again. <laughs> Dave thinks that Brody was the leader that was supposed to balance out the group. Yeah. I, can, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, to me it was uh it was like uh it was like Dominions. Right? <laughs> Brody was Groot controlling no. the minions, right? That's that's where like the comedy, haha, slapstick stuff. Like those those were dark. Work, they were the minions, and then Brody came in and no. set everybody straight to get out there and accomplish the job. Like, yeah. Um, Deanna main event. Yeah. I was super pumped and super excited for her to be in the main event. I thought it was a really smart booking decision by Tony to put them in the main event. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Obviously, she hasn't signed because if she signs, she doesn't lose that match. That's the only reason why she loses that match. Mm -hmm. I mean, I expected Mercedes to walk out with champ. Oh, see, I didn't. Yeah. I I did not. Yeah. I thought this was her, you know. But I saw AEW fans shitting on the match. I was like, it wasn't bad. What are you? No, it wasn't a bad match. Probably because the fans weren't into it. The live fans. That crowd was off. That crowd was super off on Wednesday. I there was a that. lot of them not they weren't getting into a lot of stuff. They they, they weren't into Phoenix and Dante Martin. No. I kind of the guy in the pink shirt was, he was annoying the hell out of me. The pink suit coat. I did see him. Good up for everything. <laughs> oh. I, I will say the one thing that I thought about Deanna is that she, you know, just her being an impact for so long now, the two year run that she's had there, she came out and she looked like she belonged there. And just I hope she does get to go somewhere where she can get more shine on her. You say that, but that crowd gave her no response. Mm-hmm. No. Which sucks because she is yeah. top five yeah. right now, a women's wrestler. And then how many technical wrestlers, female wrestlers do you see all like that? Not a lot. Not a lot at all. So And Dave yeah. just said, you know, she's still with impact and that's why she lost. And I agree. I don't know how long I don't remember them saying that she signed an extension with Impact. I don't know how long that extension was because they don't ever say. But you know, well, I think of, I think at this point it's I think she's just getting lost in Impact. That's me. But so since we brought up Deanna and talked about it, Jay, I didn't, I I like the match. I I didn't feel that they needed to sit on it the way they did. Um, you know, we'll see what Mercedes does. I mean, twenty plus Good years. Sierra, the like, yeah, interim. Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah. um, 
but speaking of impact, there's a lot of people that left impact. Um, I saw Willie Mack. Willie Mack's done with impact. Um, who else? They have they have a uh, is done with impact. There's like there was like four or five people that are done with impact um, off of the last set of tapings and whatnot. Um, their contracts ran out and that was it. And they're going they're going several ways. So we'll see what that means roster shakeup wise for impact, how that plays out for them. Um, I'm not sure. And I didn't write down the list of who all left, which I probably should have, but I'm a dumb mark, and that's why the show is what it is. Um, so I'm not sure where people go or end up, but um, you see this every, you know, every couple of years from Impact where they have, you know, five, six, seven people leave um, that they just don't resign or just want to walk away and move. I mean, we saw it when like Ethan Page and them the guys left two years two years ago, mm-hmm. right? Um, there was a, a bunch of people that left there, so I don't know what it will do for for Impact itself, but I'm I'm rooting for everybody that left and moved on, and are going to try to do something somewhere else. What do we got? I know the one that we talked about before was that the Good Brothers contracts are due up this summer, so we'll see what happens with them. And they showed up in New Japan, yeah, um, in in Japan, so. Um, I mean, is this does this mean that Impact and AEW have a relationship again? Because you had two Impact people on this week, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But I mean, I don't, I wouldn't mind that if they can all work together again. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else wrestling wise. Unless you guys got something else you want to get into. Two I've weeks. got like a couple of things. Two weeks and a bunch of releases. Who do you want to see? Who do you most want to see somewhere else? I'm a huge Willie Mack fan. Like I love Willie Mack. I, I love him in Lucha Underground. Um, he's he I, like I know Cornette will shit on him because he doesn't look like a wrestler, but the man flat out goes in the ring and does shit that a man his size shouldn't be able to do, and he does it with ease. Um, yeah, Dave put it in the comments. Candice LeRae, her her contract's finally mm-hmm. up. So, you know, oh, so we got Jokers in both tournaments. Yeah, you brought up Candice LeRae's name real quick. Jokers both tournaments, men's side of the bracket. The two most popular names I saw thrown out there this week was Cesaro, Claudio, and Johnny Gargano. I'll say Miro. Mm. Okay, Miro and Joe. I'm gonna get Miro and Joe. Where's that? Where's that Randy Marsh meme at? <laughs> I, I I like the Claudio callback because of Ring of Honor, and with Joe sure. being the ROH, you know, champ, um, ROHT television champ. Um, I'd be, honestly, any of those three, I'd be okay with. Same. Women, women's side of the bracket for me is a little bit. I don't want to say up in the air, but for me, I got to go Athena Ember Moon. Okay. Who's the Joker fighting? I'm Brett. Brett. Okay. Brett. See, that's got to be I mean, somebody good. You have to have an. It, you, you're wasting Joker spots now. 
do you, do you, for either of them, do you announce it ahead of time or do you just do surprise on TV? Surprise. Oh, the music hits and they come out. They're yeah, so good to yeah. music hits. But to me, Goku, one of them has to win. That's, I feel like one should win. I think Joe, I think Joe, yeah. Joe, whoever Joe's wrestling is more likely to win because I think lethal will cost him. The yeah. Match. It'll be the goofy finish for that. That story's still happening. So, there says maybe Tegan Ox too. Possibly. There's yeah, there's a lot. Dakota, but she's she's on a 30 day. I don't know when they're gonna start. Yeah, I think that'll probably happen before yeah. before she's done. I mean, timeline wise, depending on when you know how they break up the matches wise, if they put that match as the last first round match, maybe you could get her there in 30 days. I don't know. Because nah. <coughs> they're doing like two shows, uh, two matches a show, right? Mm-hmm. Don't we get two on next week? There's yeah, four I think shows for the, two men, two women next week. Yeah, I think the it's finals are yeah. the finals are going to be a double or nothing. That's what they said. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you can road the Dakota Kai out. Four. I missed that. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> coming for the strap against Brent. Um. I'll throw it out there for her, Joker, Taya. Why not? That'd be an interesting one. Fantasy booking. <laughs> I mean, Britt and Deanna have always wanted to have a match, too. You don't do that match in the first round of the Owen. Whoever it is, got to job it. I don't know. See, yeah. it'll be interesting unless Hater or Tony or no, no, like Hater Ruby, Tony's on, on the Ruby top. Or, no, I mean, I'm saying like Ruby or Tony, interfer- or Ruby or yeah, Tony interferes, but I don't want that in no tournament. Mm-mm. No, and right now, there's like no like official like prize for the winner of the tournament, so it's like you could really have you get the Owen Cup. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you could have anybody win this. It's like, it's not like it's going to be like a hot shot to something else. You get an extra set of clothes on a new video game. (laughs) (laughs) We got anything else wrestling wise before we drink a beer? Which I saw the, uh, they did some more screenshots for the video game. I was expecting more details to come out, but not a whole lot came out this week. Apparently, Um, they're very unhappy with the developer and are extremely over budget. So yeah. this may be a one and done deal with with AEW and uh, I think it's Yost. That's what you get for leaving, Yukes. You were set. Yeah, yeah we'll have to see how this how this goes with the video game. I'm ho- I'm hoping at double or nothing we at least get a release date. Let's go wait and see. September, I thought is what but I saw they haven't officially announced it, but yeah, that's the rumor. All right. Uh, Anything forbidden, else? Forbidden door sold out. To, more sold out in the pre-sale than did for the main sale, but that's expected. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't surprised. And that the, people were oh. people were bitching that they need to be in a bigger venue. We said um, Soldier Field. Yeah. We said Soldier Field. If this was the pay-per-view to do a stadium show, this was the one. But. I mean, I'm not mad at the United Center. I mean, it is no. the biggest, you know, arena in Chicago. So, but I would have, you know, why not go all in? Yes. No pun yeah. intended. Yeah. Exactly. 
Pun intended. Not. <laughs> uh, last thing, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is apparently interested in getting into the wrestling business. Saying that. Can we can we pause this take? Because I want to get into this a little bit more, and we're already an hour and a half into the okay. show. I want to, I want to, I want to save, I want to save this take for for next week. We can jump right into this next week because, okay. I, yeah, I want, I want to go a little bit more in depth to this than just uh, <laughs> I hate Scott. Yeah, I can only imagine what the prices are on the on, on the secondary market for those tickets. All right. Anything All right. else? All right. Let's get in the drink of the week. Chug, 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 chug. All right, so this week's drink of the week, um, Cinco de Mayo was a couple days ago, and Chris, you found uh, this beer here, so why don't you tee it up and set it off? We got Fatheads Brewing Lime Feeling Good. It's a Mexican-style lager, so I'm kind of expecting, you know, like a Corona-ish with the lime flavor already built into it. Uh, Fatheads, uh not, they're based out of Ohio. Uh, they got a place here in Pittsburgh, so familiar with a lot of their beer. Good beer. Um, I believe this one comes in at four point nine percent. Yep. So you know, this the should mighty be mighty lime cerveza. This should be very unexpected. Something light, you know, refreshing that you can really drink anytime. Did they just take the blob from from uh, from Billy Madison and put him with the Mexican? <laughs> Flag, so I that's their that's like their go to person. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> when you bought this, it was like lime feeling good. And I just laughed at the title. I look, I look at the guy when pants into the can. So every time I walk past this can in our house, I'm thinking Santa Claus. <laughs> every time, then everybody like, "What's the beer?" Steve says, "The Mexican beer." I'm looking like we don't have a Mexican beer. We got a Christmas beer, <laughs> a bunch of bottles. <laughs> I've been looking for this beer for like a, a minute. <laughs> so I looked at it like, oh, okay. He's a luchador. The lime's really strong. Unfortunately, I can't smell, so. <laughs> so this is going to taste like nothing to Donald today. I can taste. I just can't smell. It's a perfect Cinco de Mayo beer. Yes, it is. Perfect Cinco de Mayo beer. Yeah, Chris, you were spot on with the Corona with the lime already in it. Um, That's exactly what it is. Oh, this I would pr- I would probably add an, an actual lime to this still. This is a perfect summer beer. Yeah. It is. Do they have these in bottles? That'd be perfect. I don't know. Yeah, this is a perfect summer beer, just like Steve said. I wouldn't mind going to, to Fatheads down the south side and getting this like on draft. Mm-hmm. Don't I try? Yeah, if you're, yeah, if, if I know, you know, all you guys aren't margarita drinkers for Cinco de Mayo. This is the, you know, Corona with a lime. I go, I would jump on this all day long. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're two for two on the spring summer tour. We had the Jack Daniels lemonade last week. That was a big hit. Um, a lot of feedback on that on that video and comments. <laughs> so that was that was good. And then now this, yeah, this is. I'm almost mad it's dark and rainy out because this has put me in a, you know, <laughs> I, I want to be out there playing some cornhole and having some. Go cut the grass. Yeah, your stuff, first no, cornhole not cut the grass. Stuff on, the, stuff on the grill. Yep, yeah. on the grill. 
Well done. I'll I'll go um I'll go I'll go four four point two five. Yeah, I'm going high with this too. I'll give it a four point three. Three five. I'm gonna go with you, Jason. Actually, three five. It's a good beer. Yeah, you know, it's basic and it's good. Yeah. But definitely something that I could have a couple of these. You know, outside yeah. doing something more than a couple. <laughs> yeah, no, not this definitely. week. We've had I never this. poured down the sink, even if it's trash. No, I've poured I've poured a couple beers down the sink. Uh, down the trash, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Burning bridges. <laughs> <laughs> the hate's yeah, no. so real. Yeah, so if you guys are out and about um, and you see this out, uh, definitely pick up Fatheads, Lime Feeling Good, Mexican-style lager. Won't be disappointed. Uh, very good summer beer. So... <sighs> That's it. That's all I got. I don't, we're not. We're not going to toast and, and close it out that way. We're going to leave. We're going to run the you know Move the on. mighty cerveza <laughs> on out of this episode of Drink of the Week. All right, this week in sports, a uh, big UFC card tonight, although it's uh, going to feel a little bit lackluster in the main event uh, based <laughs> off of yesterday. So for the first time ever, uh, championship title holder did not make weight and was stripped of the title. Mm-hmm. So all Oliveira, <coughs> Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje were fighting for the lightweight title tonight at UFC 274. Big time main event. Uh huge fight. Was super pumped to watch it. Like, this is gonna be a banger. Great. And the way it's come yesterday, Oliver steps on the scale. He's at 155 and a half. So he had one hour to cut half a pound. Um, and Gaethje with the most savage of savage tweets while he was cutting that out with five minutes to go, tweeted out a picture of the scale and said, I've already gained 10 pounds while this guy's still trying to make weight. We got five minutes left. <laughs> so Oliveira cannot retain the title. Um, if he does win the, the match, it'll it'll go to to an interim basis and be an open um open open contest for I guess whoever, whether it's Gaethje and somebody else. Um but yeah, so only Gaethje can win the belt, Oliveira cannot retain. Kind of takes the some of the hype away from the main event. Um, which is disappointing because this card is set up to be a really good card tonight. Um, so if he's stripped, how is it interim? Well, I, I said interim just because oh, okay. you always you always think of interim. You know what I mean? But, yeah. yeah, no, it'll just it'll be whoever the next fight is will then become the like. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm tired of all this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. yeah, no, that's that's me misspeaking there. Um, okay. Not not interim per se, but yeah. Um, Chris, I remember you said it a couple years ago. Like, if you don't make weight, that is 100% on the fighter. Yeah. That's not on the trainer. That's not on anybody else but you. Yeah. That is your job for when was his last fight? Probably six months ago. Uh, Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, He beat uh, Poirier. He submitted Dustin Poirier in his last fight. So you've had all this time to, to train for this fight. You know, not necessarily this fight. But you know that at some point you're gonna have to make weight, and you if you can't do that, 
and he's had issues in the past with coming close to not making weight. So, like, you know the cut is going to be hard for you, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not one to some, be talking about people losing weight. Yeah, when it's your job, then that's what you get paid to do. Some some fighters, it is harder to cut weight than others. And sure. he's historically had a hard time cutting weight. Um, you shouldn't be putting yourself down. in that division. Yeah. But that's the thing with, you know, fighting type sports. You always want yourself in a lower division because it's supposedly easier. And he's but he's not he's not big enough to fight at one at, at one. What is it? One eighty five or mm-hmm. one. Yeah. One eighty five, I think, or one seventy five. Like he's not. You know, he's he's supposed to be fighting one fifty five, maybe drop down to one forty five. But he just historically just can't cut. It has a hard time cutting to make weight. So if he would have made it and dropped the other half pound and been, I think it would have hurt the fight even more because, you know, you have your sweat going and everything else, you know, your last whatever before you get up on the scales, you finally cool down. You think you're good. And then you get on and you go, oh, shit, I still got to have a pound to go. So now you got to re-break a sweat and everything else and, go through that whole bit that you have for an hour to, to cut it down, to get rid of that half pound and just couldn't do it. So like, mentally, I don't like, think, did he go to the bathroom before he had to get weighed? I mean, that could have sold it right there. That's why people, um, all fighters cut their hair, Yeah, you know, because of the water in their hair. It, I mean, they did everything possible. Yeah. Like it, I think we've even seen some just take off their, what like I've seen some guys like take off their boxers or whatever. Just uh, he was there. he was he. They brought they brought out the the yeah they brought out the little thing okay. the cover yeah the, yeah they brought out the box. He was he was he was stark naked back there okay. stepping on that scale trying to make weight and wasn't able to cut it. So I don't know what it's going to do for the fight tonight. Mentally, I don't even know if he's going to be in it because he knows he can't retain the title. I have no idea what it's going to do. So kind of a. Uh, like I said, a lackluster main event based off of the situation and scenario. But the hey, remainder still, of the card. He didn't lose the belt. He needs to go in there and act like a champion. That's what he's getting paid for. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cross remainder board. of the card, though, is still it's going to be tremendous fight card tonight. So if you're looking for something to watch, I would highly recommend getting a pay-per-view because it's not going to disappoint. So where does this move you down if you're stripped? See if he loses tonight too. If he wins tonight, and you strip him, you don't put him in that next fight, right? I mean, maybe you probably will. Depending, depending on how, depending on how this fight plays out, you could run it back again. If it's a five round banger and split decision, you know what I mean. Then you just all right, we'll run it back. Yeah, they have rankings, but Dana White doesn't always go by the rankings. He does sure. whatever whatever the fight he wants to see. Okay. So yeah, I, I don't think he'll I don't think he'll get put right back in the title picture. Like I think he's gonna have to prove it mm-hmm. that we can rely on you. You have the belt. He's arguably one of the best lightweights ever. Um and he just couldn't make weight. So we'll see. We'll see from there. Um but yeah, order the card. It's gonna be a good pay-per-view for sure. Bangers, um, I sports wise this week. I mean, it, it's it's getting around that time. Yeah, right? you got Draft NBA playoffs going. There's there's some storylines going on there. 
um, you know, with the whole Warriors and Grizzly series mm. and suspension and yeah. how that's been. I've enjoyed the the NBA playoffs so far. Um, you know, I'll watch again tonight. Um, Philadelphia is not dead. They they managed to pick up a win last night, so they're two one. Um, in that series with the Heat, Embiid came back last night surprisingly after having his. Yeah, the masked man um, <laughs> with his orbital bone fracture. So I'll I'll, um, I'll continue to tune in and watch. Um, the Penguins are dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anybody surprised by this? I'm You're glad going. I didn't watch that game too. Right. You got no faith in spicy broccoli? <laughs> no, nah, dog. You can't. I mean, What's great story. Great story for game one overtime win. Yeah, but It was. You're on your third goalie in the NHL playoffs. It's hard to win yeah. a series. So, um, I know, you know, I think two two out of the five goals, well, yeah, two out of the five for sure shouldn't have happened. Like, they had their own goal. Um, then there was another time I think the defenseman missed, missed the whiff on the check. It led to an odd man break, and they, they scored there. So, like, they shot themselves no. in the foot a little bit. I don't think he played that bad. I don't think Deming played that bad in no. game two, but you're not going to beat the Rangers with a third string goalie. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, and it was more Crosby stepping up in that game than anything. And yep. one one guy can't beat the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Where's Evgeny Malkin? Who? Where I he mean, normally I, is. I, I know he got the game winning goal, but for, for that first game one, you know, he disappeared for 25 minutes out of a. You know, six period hockey game. He disappeared for half an hour, basically. It's, it's what he does. It's 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 it why is. it annoys me whenever fans you know talk about. And I get you know he has some great statistics and everything, but it's one reason why I'm okay if they would ever get rid of him because he's just not consistent. It is. It's like nonchalant every time. Yeah. It's like oh, I go out there and do what I want to do. I'll play what I want to play. We'll, we'll like see Crosby game two approved. Plays. That's that's who he is. He he's going out there and he's giving 110 percent every game, mm-hmm. and Malkin just doesn't even come close to to Crosby. Especially that one goal that he had. He fought through like three people, yeah, and shot it and got the rebound and scored the goal. Yeah, like unreal. Like you said, he is one, who he is. Like you said, one person can't win in hockey. No, especially mm-hmm. in playoff hockey. <laughs> And especially when that one person that you need to shine has to be your goaltender. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. I mean, so they're, they're coming home now, and I'm, I'm expecting it. I'm thinking they're at least going to get a win at home, but, you know, but, see, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be rough. The Rangers look like a young Penguins team from back in the day. Just younger. They want it more. It's just, hard when you, it's just hard when you look at I can't at, argue with that. Yeah, they just look like an old team now. They, they really do. Yeah. Just surviving on their name. Things are – and I've said that – we said this months ago when the whole part just happened. Things are changing in the offseason. It's already started and things are going to change. I mean, I, I give them a little bit more of a pass this series than the past two years when they got swept based off of you have, your, you know, your, your first your, – your starting goalie and your backup goalie are out. Yeah. You have uh, a top defend you have a you know top six defenseman out and you have two forwards that you rely on are out. So like do that. they get somewhat of a pass? Yeah, but at the same time, 
you're talking three years in a row losing in the first round. So something got to change. Right? I think it's even longer than three years. I mean, slept in the last two for sure. And then, you know, this, who knows if this goes five, six games. Yeah. Um, it does. Yeah. It doesn't look good right now. No. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I guess we can touch on this briefly. Uh, the NIL deal, college football, college athletics, everything that happened this week with Jordan Addison, uh, the star pit wide receiver entering the transfer portal, supposedly after being tampered with by USC boosters um, that are going to pay him $3 million to transfer to USC, which he has not done yet. He hasn't committed there. Um, it's, it's still open for him to return to pit. But it's led to a big discussion this week with the NIL um, and the whole, oh, we're just paying to play now. Um, yeah. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Here's where they went wrong. I have no problem with the players earning money based off of, you know, licensing deals, using their name and image and getting paid from boosters or businesses, whatever, around this the university and surrounding area but you put no you put no parameters on okay what's what's accepted what's not accepted from a tampering period when do you have to enter the transfer portal when's the deadline yes. for the transfer portal like you left yourself wide open for this to happen and it happened so now you're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube it's not it's not gonna be there oh you're gonna cry to congress Congress ain't gonna step in and handle this. This is a this isn't something that they're gonna do. They already they already nixed in a nine nothing decision to to go over and handle this. Then plus, I think they got bigger problems in Congress to deal with than college football. It's different different podcasts. And, <laughs> but I'm and, saying and the, yeah. the, the, the four of us can't even. Stick on that so, um, but yeah, like you you left yourself wide open for this. If you would have changed with the times gradually. Yes. And done something over the times. When the NIL deal came down, you wouldn't have had you wouldn't have this scenario pop up because you were already working towards fixing it. But you, you had the NIL deal, the NIL deal come down. You had to do something rash and you put no parameters around anything. So now it's just open season. If I'm in if I'm in USC and I got Lincoln Riley and I got Caleb Williams and everything else, and we want the Bolitnikoff winner to come join our team. I'm definitely, if I'm Lincoln Riley, picking up a call and talking to whatever famous booster from USC, Will Ferrell, I don't, run down the list, right? Hey, reach out to Mr. Addison over there and Pitt. Let him know we got three mil mm-hmm. stacked up for him if he comes here. Filter it through a company. Okay. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> and I see Pitt people bashing Jordan Addison. I'm never going to tell nobody, hey, don't go get your bag. Will he work out in the pros? Who knows? If I can get three mil as a college kid and set myself right up now, and my family yes. up right now, deuces. I'm going to take the money. And it's my last year before I can enter the NFL. I got my quarterback left. He got drafted. Yep. Like I'm coming off an all-time high. Like, and and I'm I can either play with USC's quarterback who transferred to Pitt from the portal, <laughs> or I can go play with Caleb Williams, who was arguably the most exciting freshman quarterback in however many years, who transferred from Oklahoma to USC to follow Lincoln Riley. 
who's an offensive guy. I think I'm going to go over there where they throw where they're going to throw the ball 45 times a game, and I could build my stats up even more. But don't I don't want to hear coaches crying foul about oh it's pay for play and da da da. Brian Kelly was coming out bitching about dude you quit on Notre Dame to take a bigger paycheck at LSU. Yep. So yeah, to me, go get your bag. If you can make money, go get your bag. Yeah, I always say if the coaches could do it, why not the players? True. Coaches just could up up and leave. Tell your family in your living room, yeah, I'll be with your kid the whole four years and that stuff, and the next year just leave. No, nah, the players could do it also. I don't have nothing else in sports. Those were the two big things, the UFC and then the NIL deal. So we can, <laughs> we can hop on over to one guy to go. <laughs> Brian Kelly brought the fake accent with him, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, and and yeah, it's not that's a podcast in of itself with Brian Kelly. I'm not gonna go there with him. Me and my family, like it wasn't even a Louisiana accent there, dude. Like I was a I was a wish version of a Tennessean accent he tried to pull out. It was terrible. All right, let's get into one gotta go. We're already at one one hour and fifty minutes. All right, the world-renowned, world-famous one got to go. We'll see if the spice continues from the last two weeks. We got votes uh, for the for the beer that got to go. The beer that got to go, unanimous, was the shower beer got to go. I bet you all women voted that. Well, I've never had a shower beer either. You guys don't know what you're missing out on. And a poop Pepsi. A poop Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi's poop to begin with, but the fact that you're drinking a poop Pepsi, I'm not even touching that. Let's go on. Bring up this week's list. So appreciate Donald for the help on this one. Uh, Doctor Strange came out came out this week. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're we're tag team, and one got to go now. Now you're phoning it in and not doing your own. (laughs) (laughs) We're tag team on this one. You guys are on. He was the one who asked for the help. I just led him. I didn't say do this, do that. I just oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so with Doctor Strange coming out, no, group assignment. I'll, I'll do all the work. You guys <laughs> just take the credit for this. That's cool. <sighs> we got uh, comic book people with Mystic Art users. We have Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Fate, and Constantine. So we're doing DC versus Marvel in this list. Two from each. Mystic Art sucks to begin with. <laughs> I think Steve's looking like, do I know any of these people other than the Marvels? <laughs> I mean, Constantine, I'm thinking Keanu Reeves, Constantine. That, um, <laughs> that is what's based from. Very good movie. Um, I, I have no idea who Dr. Fate is, and that's a terrible name, so I'm just going with Dr. Fate. <laughs> so he's kind of like, I guess what he would be like, not necessarily the Doctor Strange, but in DC, he has like some different uh, some different powers. He he come with what they. I think I saw someone compare him like he's kind of like Moon Knight. You know his his powers come from his helmet. Um, Moon Knight's powers comes from Konshu. I still, I, yeah, that doesn't do anything for me. I still, Doctor Fate is a tool, so he can go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect description. Thanks, Dave. Um, Doctor Fate can go. 
Um, Scarlet Witch is staying because of the Olsen. That's it. It's just not, it just, it's just it's a character just, on the screen, Jay. Yeah, same. <laughs> well, that's, that's the only reason she's staying. Uh, wow. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange was an annoying movie for me. Uh, I like Doctor Fate. I hate Constantine altogether. Between Strange and Constantine, <sighs> Constantine got to go. I hate to be a Marvel guy here. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange is going to stay. Uh, I like Scarlet Witch a lot, just because more than Elizabeth Olsen, but her powers and that stuff could bend reality and all that stuff. If you read the House of M, you'll know what she could do. <laughs> uh, I like Constantine because he does all the stuff with the demons and everything in the underworld, hell, and all that stuff. And plus his uh, personality is a cool thing. Even though I don't know much about DC, I like his personality a lot. Dr. Faith, out of the whole list, Dr. Faith, like Chris said. Faith it's or just Faith? Faith, really? Faith, Faith. He's it's just the helmet. So, <laughs> so, so the helmet could jump on anybody, and that person will be Dr. Faith. That's true. So at least the other three use their powers from themselves. One is from a helmet, so Dr. Faith had to go. We got another vote for Constantine there in the comments. Can so Constantine can go? Thank you. Uh, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. I'm gonna keep them both on. So for me, it's gonna go down to Doctor Fate or Constantine. Um, from comics, as a kid, I enjoyed Doctor Fate and even some of the stuff that he's done uh, in like modern DC shows. Um, Constantine, I just never got into. So uh, for me, Constantine can go. You guys collab listed this, and you just killed all of the momentum we've had built up over the last couple of weeks with this with this segment of the show. <laughs> you want another Mystic trash arts. list? This is a terrible Mystic group of assignment. Mystic Arts. <laughs> Who, people are going to look at that title and go, what are you talking about? And they're just going to vote based off of the, the character itself. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's the and worst this, power in in superhero. I, every week, whenever we do these votes, I just I constantly wonder: like, are people voting for the one got to go or the one that they enjoy the most? Like every week, like especially like the the beers this past week. Like the beers was confusing vote. for people because they saw best beer and they actually picked their best and not the one that they wanted to go. Well, you know what that means is that those dumb marks didn't listen <laughs> to the actual video, saw the list, and just put a vote out there. <laughs> but thank listen you for that. Listen to the clip, Jagoff. <laughs> <laughs> and you, yeah, you, Donald, you don't get a pass for being sick for helping Chris on his homework assignment. You two are Jagoffs too for collaborating on the list this week. What's a Jagoff? I'm not from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Don't worry, mine's next week will be stupendous. Don't say that word on the show. It's stupendous. It's not looking forward to it now. <laughs> I'm sure you'll call Chris and Jason for help as well. So oh, I don't give input. Conspiracy, the conspiracy continues. Nope. <laughs> there <is> Collusion. <laughs> Collusion. <laughs> I don't got nothing else to say about it. Like this is, uh, it's whatever. It's a homework group homework assignment that you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it done.
All right, guys. Thanks for tuning to episode 85. Make sure that you uh, like, follow us, and subscribe on all our social media channels. we got Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter. And don't forget, go and follow and subscribe to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash dumbmarkspod. And yes, Steve, I heard your comment last week. We do have content on Twitch. We're there right now. <laughs> uh, for all the links and more, visit dumbmarkspod.com. Um, trying to think here. Let's see. So, uh, based on what we talked about earlier with the names leaving impact, um, the list that I saw so far was, and it was everybody that we mentioned, uh, Jonah, the good brothers and Willie Mack were all set. <laughs> I think we're a little uh, too old for TikTok, Kenny. I'm on it. <laughs> I got I one. I don't do content. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Jonah, Willie Mack, the Good Brothers, we all mentioned um, those were the names so far. I believe there's a couple more. I haven't seen um, where they're, who they are and where they're potentially going. Um, so there was that there. Um, Moon Knight, did you guys watch Moon Knight yet? Yes. Jay? All right. So we are going to be doing a Moon Knight episode. We're going to break down Moon Knight um, because there's a lot of there's a lot. <laughs> 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 no, he doesn't do dance videos. If you listen to him last week, he does bad. He does bubble bad videos. He plays with rubber duckies. It's only OnlyFans. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna get into Moon Knight. We're we're gonna do a little separate episode. I feel I think like we have we to have another have... round table. Yeah, we got yeah. Batman. We got Moon Knight. We're now Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah we, let's we, let's let, we'll reach out to some some of the usual players that like yeah. to join us for uh, some debate and get into some hijinks. So we're gonna set it. We're gonna set up and do a do a special here. We'll, we'll cover Moon Knight and probably the Batman, Doctor Strange. Um, you know, we'll give people a little bit of time to go see that before we no, break we that down. No, we don't. They're not. Well, they're not giving time. So no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Moon, Moon Knight. Uh, we'll we'll get into that specifically here i'm just double checking i saw a thing um for, it's a it's an app that anybody uses uh duolingo is a popular app that's based here in pittsburgh and i saw this week that uh at their headquarters they're gonna open up a taco shop to where you can go and eat but if you want to they'll do things to help you learn uh spanish at the at the at the restaurant i was like you know, people that are trying to learn learn a second language, it's a different way to immerse yourself into it. Just give me a taco, man. <laughs> if you want to, that's all you can just go and eat. But... Just, like bocce. Just, give me, just give me the damn food, man. <laughs> immerse yourself in the full experience, Jason. Not just eat the food. You know, let's talk in Spanish. Muy bien, por favor. Taco. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, um, Spanish goes to seventh grade. That's it. Dave says he'll bring his lag <laughs> real quick. I have um, uh, Watch Mojo, they brought out their video with the top 100 movie villains, and I have the top 10 here, but I'll just name off the top five. Uh, number five was the Wicked Witch of the West in Wizard of Oz, number four is Hannibal Lecter in the Hannibal series. Uh, three, Count Dracula. 
two Joker from the Batman series, and one was Darth Vader from the Star Wars series. There you go. Didn't even have to look at the list to know. Interesting. I'm okay well, with so, that. So much for killing content for another episode we could have did where we just broke down the list and go on in depth of it. So we throw it out there in final thoughts. It's good planning by us. <laughs> um, well, we still have uh, 95 more to go. <laughs> still got to round out the top 10 there. Yeah. Coming soon on the round table. Uh, Facebook ads on my timeline are pushing MILF Campbell's right now. So uh, baby mamas, be on the lookout. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Some people might get one. MILF candles. MILF candles. Hey, my timeline was on. I, I don't know what in the backup wish was my timeline on. Your algorithm, boy. We got a. I bought one T-shirt and then, damn, it was just <laughs> shit everywhere. What, what, con, I, what I centerfold you, content did you make for Mother's Day for the for the ladies out there? <laughs> I thought you said I thought you said MILF Campbell's like the soup to where it spells out MILF with the letters like the old ABC wow. back in the day. I'm like going to something. Campbell's, that's a that's a weird flex for Campbell's. <laughs> you said Campbell's with a D. Like, okay. Uh, <laughs> what are how many candles? What are the scents, baby mama? I have no idea. I was I was I was buying a child support back pay. Like what are, what are, what are, what are the scents? Uh, I, think was, I was looking for a candle for my mother. It said, uh, "What did it say?" Your dad's. Um, what, 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 <laughs> yo, get me off this topic. <laughs> <laughs> keep rattling them off. Do you, do you buy some candles so you can have those for your bath? No, I went to buy my mama candle, and it was like some witty saying about you know this is a, this is the only gift you need from your favorite son. But you you're know, gonna buy your mama my time candle. Into a sparrow. So I'm finding a good shirt to buy, and then that's in my timeline to another spiral. Just milf everything. Uh, Gonna buy uh, your mom a milf candle. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, New Japan Capital Clash. um, That'll be coming up soon. Um, Next weekend, right? Next Saturday? Yeah, next next weekend. uh, For the matches that I saw announced, you have for the IWGP United States Championship, Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, Will Ospreay and Moxley in a four-way. You have uh, Okada and Trent Breda against Jay White and Hikalu, or Hikaleo. Ishii, Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. And then Brody King versus Minoru Suzuki. Or four that I saw so okay. far. So, um, nice little nice little card lineup there. Uh, I guess a little, little preview taste, which you can expect from... The Forbidden Door. Um, so, looking I did forward see, to that. I did see New Japan has a, uh, I forget what they called it, but it's a type of visa that's like not every person in New Japan has to get a visa. It's like something that like the whole company can use it. So, it's like whoever they want to send over here, they can send over. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Final thoughts? No. Nope. All right. Um, because I'm, you know, we talk about Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers. Um, you know, if you haven't gotten a card and you're, you know, that guy running out late to pick up your mother a card, you know, good luck. Soon as we end. One. Soon as yeah. we end. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> um, and you know, typically with a with a quote of the week, we we live 
we we leave uh, some positivity for you guys to go into the week with. And I didn't come up with or see any type of Mother's Day quote of the week. Positively? Damn. Um, one quote that I did see, um, which I thought was was very interesting. Um, when Steve isn't telling us all to fuck off, you know, he tries to do some positivity. <laughs> hey, your mama's fuck off. I chop you down all show only to build you back up again. That's, that's, that's good. That's good coaching. That's what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, but I saw uh, Jim Ursay, uh, the owner of the Colts, came out, and I saw this quote from him um, and said, one teaspoon of inspiration can change everything. You quote me Jim Ursay. I, yep. I was expecting boys to mend mama. Nope. <laughs> one Even teaspoon. Of inspiration can change everything. So go out there, continue to inspire others, and you never know who you can affect with that inspiration. No pun intended there with uh, the inspiration. So with that, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, Make sure you go to YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the bell, get the notification. And until next time, I'm a Mark, you're a Mark, tell a Mark. Y'all can catch us around the way. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.